Looking for strategies to help you protect your portfolio in these uncertain times? Visit robblack.com. Robblack.com. Powered by EP Wealth. It's happening. It's happening. What's happening, Rob? What's happening? We're getting close to 5%. Wild. Didn't think that would happen um, as fast as it has. That's an amazing savings rate. It's actually something that I would consider <clears throat> almost as attractive as stocks. For 25 years, I said you invest in bonds when they're four. You invest in stocks under when the 10 years hit 4%. You invest in stocks when the 10 years under three and a half. Yesterday, treasury higher and higher towards five. And I was like, I think I'm going to put some money in like some far further dated treasuries. Um, I'm in a different situation than most. I'm in my fifties. I'm heading towards retirement. I have enough money to last till the day I die. So for me to say that may not apply to you, but 10 year treasury is at 4.93% today. That's a pretty, when you're older, that's a pretty good rate. Netflix had, Netflix had a blowout quarter. Thank you, Rider Strike. Today, we were a little mixed. We started a little bit higher. We've moved a little bit lower. In large part, I think there's this reality of where are we going to put money? Is it going to go into Tesla? Is it going to go into Netflix? Who, let me hit to the, cut the chase here on this one. Netflix is a more mature company than it used to be. It is now going to be more of a 20 PE kind of company versus a 40 PE kind of company. I tend to call companies hyper growth, growth, growth and income and incomes. There's four styles for me and it's moving very maturely from hyper growth to growth. Doesn't mean a bad thing. I look at Amazon. I look at Google. I look at Microsoft as growth companies with a little bit of income with Microsoft. Surging bond yields are the stock market's biggest problem now. It's not Israel and Hamas. It's not Ukraine and Putin. It's not Trump or Biden. It's it's the surging bond yields. Not sure if you're picking up what I'm putting down, but I'm sticking with that story. Anyhow, that's the start of our show. Now let's move into some meat. Yesterday, the NASDAQ, the SP 500, and the Dow Jones Industrial Average were all lower pretty aggressively. It was a down day. When I say that... Um, Anything in the ballpark of 1% is a down day. Half a percent, I'll be like, eh, we didn't pull it off. Markets fell yesterday as bond yields surged. Bond market activity sent the 30-year fixed mortgage to 8% for the first time since 2000. That's not since the first time since you were like a poor, poor child on daddy's farm. It's not the longest in your lifetime. It's since 2000. Moved to 2000, uh, the Bay Area in 2000. I had all my hair. It's thinning in grain. Um, I was young. I was sexier. Um, I was looking for a mate. Let's just say it's been in my lifetime. It wasn't since I was a wee little child on mommy's lap. So it's not the end of the world. It's not great, but it's not the end of the world. <clears throat> Still no speaker of the house. This is going to become more of a, a headwind for Wall Street every day as we get closer and closer to our government shutdown. 
as we get closer and closer to the government shutdown, the people who lend us money, credit agencies are going to say, you're not worth it. It's going to hurt our credit rating. We don't want that because in companies and countries, excuse me, countries like China and Japan say, you know what? The U.S. isn't, I'm going to keep my money here because they look kind of like baboons, monkeys. In January, it took five days and 15 rounds of voting for McCarthy to finally win his brief speakership. Some GOP members have urged Jordan to take negotiations off the floor and come back when he knows he has the votes. California Republican Mike Garcia said that won't work either as the House of Representatives needs a little offsite at somewhere like Gettysburg to remember what they want them to do. That's kind of funny. There's a temporary House speaker named uh, Patrick McHenry, which sounds like, good gosh, if anyone should have a name like uh, that in Congress, it would be him, right? Uh, he would be a quick fix to say, let's just keep him as the pro speaker for the next three months. That would solve a lot of the problems. But how shall we say the wise things not being done? Biden vows support for Israel during a visit. He's going to come on primetime television. He wants the U.S. to send over $100 million in humanitarian assistance to Gaza and the West Bank. He wants to send a lot of money to Israel. And that's got people, again, freaked out of how much money will we spend. Netflix is planning to raise prices for some subscriptions immediately, but it's not because the streamer is suffering. Netflix reportedly uh, said yesterday its password sharing crackdown is bearing fruit, and the company added 8.8 million subscribers in the third quarter compared to just 2.4 million in the same period last year. Netflix gained customers in every region. Average revenue per member decreased over year because a lot of subscribers are going to the lower priced plans. Despite the higher price, there will also be less new content because of the Hollywood strikes. Um, Tesla. Uh, Elon Musk said something kind of interesting today. He uh, said that we dug our own grave with the Cybertruck. It's going to be really difficult to manufacture. It's due out November 30th. That's promising. My problem with Tesla's is they're so ornately made that when you get into an accident, it's really expensive to fix. Your insurance is through the roof if you want to go through insurance. There's a lot of problems with the Cybertruck because it's so unique of a vehicle with so many curves and uh, angles in it. It's tough to manufacture. I think that's going to be a big flop for them. Nah, I don't want to say a big flop. I think a lot of people are going to regret having a Cybertruck when they get one. Health insurance it gets a decade high price hike. The average cost of a health insurance plan offered through an employee employer, excuse me, rose 7% this year. Good golly. That's not good. That's something we should be able to take care of, you know. Um, again, as a guy who's wealthy, um, I tend to go with a high deductible plan, so I have a lower cost and I invest the difference. I don't like that story at all. The average cost of a health insurance plan up 7%. $23,968 for family plans, $8,435 for individuals. I, I see a lot of Americans going without insurance. Not good, not good. Today is just feeling like bad juju day, except for Netflix, right? 
um, other big stories of note, the NFL said that they could do a Super Bowl in London. That would be a f- disaster, in my opinion. Uh, but again, I'm not a football guy. Household wealth in the U.S. surged during the pandemic, jumping 37%. Steepest climb ever, um, which I think is tells you, like, we just weren't shopping and we're a nation of shoppers. Amazon's begun delivering prescription medicine by drone in Texas as it continues to try to out, uh, how shall we say, stop humans from working. A lot going on. I got it all for you today. Big event coming up Saturday. October 28th, San Mateo, Foster City, just off the 92 bridge. Uh, it's the seven tests of retirement ready. The event at robblackshow.com. It's with CFP Chad Burton. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Sign up for the event. It's Saturday, October 28th, 10 to noon. Sign up at Rob Black Show. Think you're in good shape for retirement? Find out how you're really doing with the seven tests of retirement readiness. Join Rob Black and CFP Chad Burton of EP Wealth Advisors, Saturday, October 28th in San Mateo. They'll walk you through these seven tests to find out whether you are really ready for the retirement you want. Rob will provide timely commentary, and Chad will share specific strategies for taxes, income, long-term care, safe money, investing, life goals, and more. If you have at least 500000 in investable assets and want to retire better, pass on your estate, and minimize taxes, this event is for you. Find out if you're on the right track with the seven tests of retirement readiness, Saturday, October 28th, 10 a.m. to noon at the Crown Plaza in San Mateo. Space is limited, so sign up today at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Can you pass all seven tests? Sign up today online at robblackshow.com. Netflix reported a boost in subscriber growth driven by a password sharing crackdown. Those efforts bared fruit. And its ad-supported tier also did well. They pulled off some amazing timing with a slowing economy, giving that ad tier lower price out there. It grew about 70% internally, quarter over quarter, as people are dropping from the most expensive plans to the ad-supported. Not just dropping the whole Netflix subscription, they're just dropping from the highest paid to a lower paid with advertisements that come into Netflix. September home sales dropped to the lowest level since the foreclosure crisis. Interesting. And yet home prices aren't really cracking because there's not a lot of inventory. There's not a lot of foreclosures. When you see commercials on television about foreclosures, lick your lips. That's the time to buy real estate. Uh, that's maybe an overgeneralization, but that's the idea. There's a lot more inventory when people are having to involuntarily give up their homes because they can't afford them. This is the slowest sales pace since October 2010, the Great Recession, when the market was in the midst of a foreclosure crisis. Mortgage rates hovered around 3%. Home sales were running at 6.6 million pace back then. Today, the average rate's around 8%. That's pretty telling. Our economy's fine. Our jobs market's fine. People who have mortgages don't want a new one. They're not putting their homes up for sale. President Xi celebrates Belt and Road Initiative with President Putin. 
So there's violence raging in Europe, Eastern Europe. There's violence raging it uh going to I don't want to see choosing words. I was about to say going ballistic. Don't it's there's violence raging in both Eastern Europe and the Middle East. And yet China and President Xi held a summit this week in Beijing touting his signature diplomatic initiative, the trillion dollar belt and road initiative as a pathway towards global unity. I don't think so. Intends to add smaller commercial projects like hospitals, technical schools, and that teach robotics and e-commerce and digital finance platforms. They're an interesting country how they plan. They kind of spell it out. The NBA is on a full court press to secure its next round of broadcast rights. There's a lot of boom shakalaka laka in this story. A lot has changed since the league last negotiated national media rights a decade ago. NBA revenue has more than doubled. Not to more than $10 billion in 2022. In that same time, live sports became the media world's MVP. Gotta have it. The NBA could potentially triple its asking price. Ain't that something? That's a lot of do me. Will ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox have a play, or is it going to be the world of Apple, Google? I got to say Meta at some point, right? Um, who's going to get the rights? Or will it be a combination? Will Amazon say we need it for Prime one game a week? Or will they go for a whole package? Let's just say the money that's sitting in tech companies' coffers. A, it's earning a lot more right now with a 10-year treasury as high as it is. And B, it's just it's waiting to snap up uh, sports rights. Hmm. Let's keep moving forward. Sometimes during wars and natural disasters, conversations come to Wall Street. How people profit from them. It's a little gross, right? Lockheed Martin right now seems like an obvious. Raytheon seems like an obvious because of what's happening in the Middle East and Eastern Europe. I hate doing that. I, it, it's squeamish to talk like that. But with that said, that's the name of this game in on Wall Street, right? I talk about my dad who died of cancer, how I you know, once owned a tobacco company for the income during a tough part of the economy. Gold goes up in times of turmoil. Oil goes up. Stocks don't always go down. Early on in a war, there's a fear of contagion that it's going to jump into Iran in this case. The Ukraine war has been pretty much confined to Ukraine. And Ukraine is all about wheat. Russia started lobbying missiles at Poland. Would say it's not contained. It's it's pretty problematic. Gold has made some interesting moves recently. Lindsey Graham, senator, is talking about bombing refineries in Iran. We're still talking about one last rate hike. Still. You can't use any one scenario as the example. Can't say Ukraine. Gold peaked the night of the invasion. Wheat peaked shortly thereafter. All commodities entered a bear market after the start of the war. 
when you do a show on finance and money and investing, and when you're an investor on the other side of this microphone, you got to ask the negative questions. You can't just say the market goes up all the time. Seven out of 10 years, that's all the time. Bonds are interesting right now. I talked about that at the start of the show. There's going to be a flight to safety if anything expands. Israel's talking about a prolonged war. Bonds pay big, fat yields right now. Would you rather get a certain 5% or an uncertain 8%? Do you want to be a hero? Or do you want to say, I'm not going to talk about potential Israel expansion? I'm just going to plow ahead like it won't happen. Speculators make money in the process. They also make mistakes. One of the goals on this show is to cut down on mistakes. Speculators will ensure that we have gold and wheat and bonds and stocks at reasonable prices. When we make mistakes, when you start seeing things like the Strategic Petroleum Reserve being hit up, that's telling you, uh-oh, this is bigger than we thought it was. We have just 17 days of reserve of oil. We really don't want Iran to get involved because we drew down our oil reserves. 30. That's the big concern that I have. And I'm telling you it because I don't just, you know, play on the side of um, everything's going to be okay. You got to have some toughness out there. What would you rather have? The safety of bonds? Or the uncertainty of, of short-term stocks. It's Ten. That's the, the trader in me. Now, the investor says, go long. Big event coming up October 28th in San Mateo, Crown Plaza. Sign up at Rob Black's show. It's October 28th. Brought to you by EP Wealth. This is the Rob Black Show. I'm a little discouraged today. I'm a little down. You know how sometimes you put together a show and you're like kind of excited? Today, I was, I was feasting on the headline, household wealth in the U.S. surged during the pandemic, jumping 37%, steepest climb ever seen in the Fed's survey of consumer finances, which makes it conducts every three years. But now here's the negative on it. Poverty also rose in 2022. Charlie Munger thinks it's a lot harder to get rich these days. Warren Buffett's right-hand man said there's more competition for value investors than in the past. He also cited home prices, steep company valuations, higher taxes as detriments to building wealth. Charlie Munker is the right-hand man of, of Warren Buffett. He sold a lot of his Berkshire Hathaway stock through the years, so he's not as rich as Warren Buffett. Could have been. But he's pretty darn rich. He's a billionaire. There's no, there's no fault in what he did, right? Um, he's pushing 100 years old. It'll be interesting to see what happens with his wealth when he passes, because I don't really know. He's just not as easy to follow, per se. Um, Tesla's price cuts ate into profits. On top of that, the Cybertruck warned, not warned, uh, Elon Musk said that 
he's dug his own grave. It's such a unique angular product. It's tough to mass manufacture. I think a lot of people are going to be disappointed with that car. It's said to be smudgy and not all the angles come in tightly like they're supposed to. When you bend one of those pieces of steel in a car accident, you're not getting it fixed. You're totaling it. Office landlords are offering some of the best incentives in a long time. Flexible leases, termination rates, better fitness amenities, and more. Get this. This is going to make you feel very old. Uh, Kiss is launching their last ever North America tour. It begins in Cincinnati, Ohio. It ends in New York City. In the 1970s, I was a boy growing up. And the song Kiss kind of scared me, I'll be honest with you. And my dad did not like those boys wearing makeup at all. There was a song that came out right around the time I'd have a crush on a 10-year-old girl kind of thing. It's called Beth. And it was by the drummer. Paul Stanley and show you how people remember things emotionally. Um, I can still remember the lyrics. I can't remember what I had for lunch yesterday, but I can remember the lyrics of a song from 1978. And I've maybe only heard it once since then. You remember Beth? Beth, I hear you call it. And this is my kiss. And it's not a rock and roll Detroit rock and roll. It's not, it's not that it's not anger. And the drummer's like, writing a letter to his wife or girlfriend, Beth, I hear you calling, but I can't come home right now. Me and the boys are playing and we just can't find the sound. And it's a ballad. I would say that Kiss opened the door for a lot of rock and roll in the United States, including hair bands. Just throwing that down there for you. Um, I think the biggest negative of the day, I'm just down on this employer-sponsored family plans, now average $23,968. Or $8,345 for individuals. That rocks my world. $500 more out of pocket for family plan holders. $75 more for solo riders. Further squeezing consumer spending power. I've created enough wealth that I don't even look at my health insurance cost. I choose the health savings account plan. And I, I just invest the money. I have a plan that's great if I get cancer. It's horrible if I break an arm. Employers often bear the brunt of increased health spending because in the interest of staying competitive, they're wary of offloading too much of the rising costs onto their workers. That's likely why deductibles haven't grown much in the past five years. One in four companies surveyed said they plan to increase employers' employees' premium contributions the next two years. So more costs are going to be passed down to you. One of the reasons I do this show is I want to get you to retirement. And I didn't realize this 25 years ago. I did, I did and I didn't. Wealth accumulation is what I do. I teach you how to buy stocks, how to think about bonds, how to accumulate real estate. I'm fine with all three. I'm particularly fond of stocks and real estate as a wealth accumulator. Now, as a guy who's pushing towards retirement, I'm looking at that bond rate at 5%, 5.5% and going, that's pretty attractive, ladies and gentlemen. The biggest tragedy in the last 15 years has been for the old folks in America, people 60 and over who don't want to take risk, who have enough. 
they haven't been able to keep their money in CDs. CDs are attractive now. Um, if you think tech valuations are too high, and some of them are. I'm still thinking the Russell 2000, the Wilshire 5000, the mid-cap indexes, the international markets, all have some value in them. But we've been waiting for value for a long time and waiting for Godot. Guess what? In the end of the play, he never shows up. So part of my job on the show is to say, as I've gotten older, here's what I'm doing now, because I showed you how I accumulated wealth in my life. And I'm going to be putting together a special series of podcasts in 2024. That's going to be the journey, the life, the financial journey of Rob Black. I'm going to try to go over all the lessons that I've learned. So I'm writing them down now so I can put them together in podcast form later. But one of the things, I'm, as I'm getting older, I'm starting to work with financial planners because my wealth is no longer about me accumulating and it. it's about how do I spread it out with my family? How do we live the next 30 to 40 years? How do we pass it on to our children? As Charlie Munger said, it's getting tougher to, to become rich in America. And I have children. I feel a little bit of a duty that they should live as good of a life as I did. So one of the things you want to do is consider hiring a CFP. And I have a CFP and I can go over the reasons I do estate planning um, where how we're going to live with my money and pass it on to my heirs. On top of that, I have spider rock. I have a highly concentrated position in Apple and Microsoft and spider rock invest my options. And so far, none of my options have been called away. So I've kept my shares and I've increased my income by 10% in the shares of Apple. Um, Having a strategy on highly concentrated positions versus sitting and holding. I have a listener who holds a lot of Costco. He should be considering hiring a company like Spider Rock. He wants to hold that Costco position, and I get it. He worked there. And through all those years of working there, he, he accumulated a lot of wealth in it. But he's mismanaging it now because he's not using a financial planner who can get him access to products like private equity, like private income, like private real estate, like call strategies talking with the one of the uh, managing partners of spider rock he goes very rarely do shares get called away because hedge funds don't want to own the shares rob you've given you know us three million dollars of apple you should increase that in large part because the, the hedge funds don't want to own it they just want to buy and sell the option they rarely call it away now if the stock were to jump a hundred percent they'd call it away he says um, it's not a no-lose scenario, but it's really, really interesting when you start digging under the covers. So one thing that I want to push for you is if you ever professional, always hire a fiduciary. And that's what a CFP is. They work ethically bound to act in your best interests. Don't hire the first person you meet. Hire people you've known and, and got to learn with for many, many, many years. You don't. You always want to hire a fiduciary because you don't want any conflicts of interest. You don't want them to say, "Oh, you should you should get this annuity because I'm going to get a big commission." If they had their internal editor off and they said, "I'm going to get a big commission," thanks. You'd say, "Wait, wait, wait! What did you just say?" Annuities are not appropriate for most people. I'm sorry, people. High fees, high commissions. You could do better than that. You should always pick an advisor or a CFP with a compatible strategy. 
if you like tech stocks and only tech stocks and they put you in bonds and, and income stocks because you have enough wealth to last till the day you die, that's going to be a problem. I still flavor favor sexy tech stocks. So I manage a chunk of my own money and I let my CFP manage the other big chunk of money. And I don't ask any questions. So I still favor my strategy of growth. <clears throat> Always try to get someone with the right specialty. Uh, you want someone who's helpful for your type of net worth. If you get all your net worth from like a family business, you got to make sure this guy's work with family businesses. Ask about credentials. I interview EP Wealth advisors and the alphabet soup that some of these people have behind their names. I'm like, I don't even know what some of these credentials are. I know a certified financial planner. I know a financial, a chartered financial analyst. I, I, I know some of them. Trust me, I do. But sometimes I see these numbers and I'm like, you've got a lot of study you've done. Good for you. I like going with a real estate agent who's lived in the town their whole life. Maybe not skinny with, you know, artificial parts on their body. I like working with someone who's got a normal car in real estate. Same thing with financial planners. I want to work with someone who's uh, maybe five years older than me. They've got some experience in the world. They've been doing it for a while. They're not, it's not their first year. If you need a referral to a financial planner, drop me an email, robertroblockshow.com. If you want to meet one, come to the big event Saturday, October 28th, where CFP Chad Burton are going to be going over the seven retirement readiness tests for retirement. San Mateo, Crown Plaza, sign up at Rob Black Show, October 28th, 10 to noon. Visit the Rob Black Show online at robblackshow.com. Listen to archived podcasts, market updates, and information from EP Wealth's certified financial planners online at robblackshow.com. Sorry, sometimes I rush those seminar promos at the end of a segment. Um, it is a great location, the Crown Plaza, Saturday, October 28th. These are events that I'm going to miss when I retire. Um, or when I cut back and that's going to happen at some point in time, I have enough. My kids aren't getting any younger. Um, they need their father as much as they can. I think rental mentorship by both sexes is important for their children. I know that sounds really odd, but I stick with it. Um, good website to play around with if you ever get a chance is bankrate.com. Um, it's one of those websites that I feel doesn't have kind of an agenda against you. Yeah, they do make money from referring partners, but they'll show you CD rates. And just out of like interest, what are CD rates right now? Well, you can get a one-year CD for 5.5%. At BMO, you've seen the commercial. I said it wrong, BMO. The whole commercial is like, don't say BMO, it's BMO. It's a new bank you haven't heard of. But you can get a 5.65% from Lending Club. I'm not against either one of those. You can get a nine-month CD for 5.75 with Fulbright. Now, that sounds nice, but in nine months, our rates could be higher or lower. That's where you kind of catch yourself into this little bit of a damnation game. And you have to be careful. If you're taking a look at 
like a five-year CD, certificate of deposit, you can get 4.95%. Those are good numbers. Um, if I was retired and I, I would put my three years of safe money, one year in a one-year CD, second year in a two-year CD, and a third one in a three-year CD, and, or that's one possible scenario. I'm not going to say it's the only one for me. But that's attractive. Like hubba hubba. I know you're saying, did he just say that? Now let's move. Let's turn the page and look at bankrate.com and look at like credit costs. Um, credit cards are running 19 to 20%. I will never, ever carry a balance on a credit card that's running at 20%. You can't win. So bankrate.com will show you all the different reward cards. I'm a big fan of credit card rewards. My child just got a monitor for his gaming rig and his uh, basically uh, computer science class. And he wanted a new monitor. I said, sure. And I looked at my Amazon points and I've got thousand dollars. I'm like, you could use these. So we used the reward card for an Amazon credit card gives you 5%. If you're purchasing from Amazon and not using an Amazon credit card, I think there's something wrong with you. I say with that with love and respect. If you shop at Target and don't use the Target red card, I think there's something wrong with you. Shopping at Target, man. To get aspirin, they're now locked behind glass. I'm like, whoa. I hate people who steal. I hate it. I once had someone steal a phone from my car. Broke the window. I was in the glove compartment and got a phone and What's funny about it was it wasn't even working. Um, what's sad is they broke my freaking freaking window. Do you know how invaded you feel? Like, I, I don't talk about women being raped. Like, I don't project any sort of compatibility with a window being broken. But I remember, like, just shaking, like, with anger. Can you imagine if your body's invaded instead of your car? Holy mackerel. Um, but bank rate's a really nice website. You can look at mortgage rates. You can look at travel credit cards. You can look at personal loans. I'm not saying you have to do anything there. I'm saying just take a look. Another good app that I like, um, Credit Karma. Having a good credit score is important. It gets you better rates on homes, better rates on cars. gets you better rates on refis. It sometimes gets you a job. As a former employer, I would run people's credit. And if there was two candidates and one had missed credit card payments or been foreclosed, I'd be like, hmm, I think I'm going to go with the other person. They've just been a little bit more, how shall we say, um, stable in their financial life. City Powell just pled guilty in Georgia election interference case. Uh-oh. What's that mean? Um, she's pleading guilty to six misdemeanor charges. She'll get 12 months of probation for each count. As part of the agreement, she will testify truthfully about co-defendants involved in the case. I'll be honest with you. I really don't like the Trump in the news thing. It gets a little old. It gets a little wearing. But I throw that down there for you because uh, I know it's in the news and we have to talk about it. President Biden's going to address the U.S. in primetime Oval Office speech after his visit to Israel. 
taking a look at the markets today, the 10-year treasury is playing with 5%. And you better believe that is a psychological round number. Surgeon bond yields are the stock market's biggest problem right now. So as the 10-year went higher today, 4.93, if it gets that 5%, some people are going to do what I'm doing and start thinking, where should I put my money? Housing activity was smothered by higher mortgage rates. So if you're a realtor, you're struggling right now. One. Tesla's on course for a $40 billion value wipeout as shares plunge following Elon Musk's downbeat Cybertruck outlook. That's going to be a vehicle he regrets, just like the Twitter purchase. It's metal that's too angular to produce. It may look cool, but it's it's expensive to make. It's It's tough to mass produce. And it's really expensive to repair. 30. Just throwing that down there for you. Anyhow, and anyway, big event coming up at the Crown Plaza. Great location. Right off 92, 101 and 92. Um, easy to get to from the East Bay. Easy to get to from the South Bay. Easy to get to from the Peninsula and San Francisco. You can sign up for the event October 28th, 10 to noon. It's the 7 Retirement Readiness Tests. I'm Rob Black. Sign up at robblackshow.com. It's 10 to noon on a Saturday. That's convenient. Easy driving. Think you're in good shape for retirement? Find out how you're really doing with the seven tests of retirement readiness. Join Rob Black and CFP Chad Burton of EP Wealth Advisors Saturday, October 28th in San Mateo. They'll walk you through these seven tests to find out whether you are really ready for the retirement you want. Rob will provide timely commentary, and Chad will share specific strategies for taxes, income, long-term care, safe money, investing, life goals, and more. If you have at least $500,000 in investable assets and want to retire better, pass on your estate, and minimize taxes, this event is for you. Find out if you're on the right track with the seven tests of retirement readiness, Saturday, October 28th, 10 a.m. to noon at the Crown Plaza in San Mateo. Space is limited, so sign up today at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Can you pass all seven tests? Sign up today online at robblackshow.com.